savage <laughs> I like my beans like I like my women Edamame I don't know what that means I like my beans like I like my women black eyes <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster <laughs> I'd work better as peas right black eyed oh, peas oh shit no well but they were banned yeah but black, I've eaten black eyed beans lately so I mean, yeah, that's because you're vegan. You find all sorts of weird shit when you're vegan. Yeah. You're desperate. Does this taste like KFC? No. Does this taste like KFC? No. no. Does this taste like KFC? My mum bought me... KFC. I'll move this around here a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm not chewing. I'll move this closer. It, it is a lot better when it's being made. My bought me a... It was like... It tasted like pulled pork. Obviously, it wasn't pulled pork. I honestly um, thought you said pull, uh, pulled pot. Pulled pot. Tastes, tastes like, like, like pulled pot. Hold mm. mm. it. Genocide. <laughs> <laughs> the extra ingredients is anguish. <laughs> um. Apologies to anyone who survived any sort of maskers. Okay, well, congratulations for surviving. Just look, yeah. at, look at the positives. I'm not trying to trick um, you. Well done. Okay, all your relatives <laughs> died, but hey. Um, but you made it out. Yay. Um... Yeah, but it was like rock fruit or something. So you put it, it's in this like barbecue sauce and it's got this like sweet corn stuff through. Uh-huh. And you put it in the oven. And then with five minutes to go, you take it out and you pull it apart like you would pulled pork. Yeah. Then you give it a mix, put it back in for five minutes. And honestly, I sworn I could have been eating pulled pork. It was amazing. <laughs> Twist. You were eating pulled pork. Your mum fucked up. <laughs> it was just lies. I have no idea what rock fruit was, but... Um, uh, no, not rock fruit. Jackfruit. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great name. It's not a good name. But yeah, I'm going to move this away because I might start chewing again for a second. And, and also, jackfruit is not a name for a fruit, is it? It's very, cl- it it's very close to jackboot. This fruit's going to turn up yeah. my door and kick my door. And no wonder it tastes like leather. That was good. <laughs> good leather. That's because you you have a desperate need for meat. <laughs> in my mouth <laughs> that's the best bit <laughs> that's what she said and he said and they said and anyone <laughs> so any appropriate gender that wants uh, you know meat meat exactly I'm too tired <laughs> uh, to, apparently I can't wake up um. it's deeply upsetting me on a on a base level yeah, what was it? what was the other day? Um, finished at seven, home to sleep, then back in for me at three. But we're and say so we're going out afterwards, and I was just <laughs> I'm sitting there going, "Oh my, be in this fucking place because I couldn't concentrate." Mm-hmm. And I say that's when we ended up going to an escape room. So, <clears throat> please, um, I'm off mic at the minute, so you do the talking. <clears throat> what is okay. escape room? <laughs> an escape room is a room that they lock you in that you have to escape from. <laughs> Okay, and if you don't, if you just give up and sit on the floor. I, well, I only thought about it later on. I was like, why didn't they threaten us with poison gas? And they got a better, they got a better time then. Um, I mean... Maybe. Or maybe the panic would have inhibited my Ability process. to think. Yeah. Um, is it like, so is it like Cube? 
That movie where they uh, they try to get out of the room and every time they leave, they get killed. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, it's a classic. Oh. Don't watch the sequels. Okay. Or the prequel. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Consider myself warned. <laughs> we'll add it to the list of films yeah. you have no intention of watching that I tell you to. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you go in and say, right, there's clues all over this room, there's all these padlocks and things, mm-hmm. and can, there's a... The, there's a safe with a combination on it. Mm-hmm. That if you get it wrong three times, it locks for five minutes. And yeah. You know, and yeah. So like a normal Your safe. first clue's somewhere. Find it. Close the door. Locked. Uh-huh. Now, they split us into two teams. Um, team of five and a team of six. Okay. Team of five. Um, bearing in mind that the other team had the whole, like, the, like, proper hotel managers on it. Yeah. So they were like, oh, we're going to win this. No, no, no. Because um, the reason your hotel manages is not because you're intelligent, it's because you left school at 15. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, you made terrible life choices, and here we are, um, locked in a room. <laughs> um, you take a silver tray to them with a gun with a single bullet. Yeah. So you go in and we, were, uh, we were in the black and white room at this place, mm-hmm. which I walked in, and the carpet and everything, it was very Twin Peaks-y looking, Ooh. which I instantly felt at home. So I was like, oh, it's all good. Mm-hmm. We're in control. Um, so I don't want to give me any of the sort of results around them. But so you start off, and you you get various codes, and you open up padlocks, and you get more clues. and mm-hmm. uh, um, There's a few sort of, kind of tricky bits here and there that we we kind of jumped ahead too far because we knew we there was someone that was coming up then we found something that was kind of related to it, and we spent quite a bit of time on that when it had nothing to do with what we were doing. Um, <laughs> but then we figured it out, and can, we got out. Um, 37 minutes took us. Okay. And you get an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other team, uh, they took another six minutes after that, because they're shit. Apparently um, so. But apparently the guy was watching this on cameras. Apparently every now and again they were putting clues up on the screen with the timer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't even look at the timer until we were just leaving going, oh, how did we do? So all the time when we were sitting there going, we don't know what we're doing. And there was clues popping up and we just never noticed. See, this is why Jigsaw would kill you. If I got out, it's fine. I mean, okay, but I lost a hand or something or a foot. <laughs> I'm just saying his, his traps are trickier and the inner. Well, I think definitely the, the threat of death would have been more fun if they did it. Yeah. Pumping chlorine gas or something again, from 59 minutes onwards. Chlorine gas. I just, that was the first one that popped in my mind. It's a good one. It's going to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, Plus you work in a hotel, so it could happen. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> That's why you never stay in the poolside room. <laughs> uh, quick free tip there for you. Um, it's... I'm trying to wonder, like, do you mind awfully if we stop one second and I check these levels? Because okay. look how high it is. That is, that is mental. I've never seen it like that. And either it's perfect and I'm going to ruin it, or you're going to sound like you're singing in an industrial metal band. I do. <laughs> <laughs> just like Christopher Lee that time. I'm going to pop these off my ears just in case. I don't know why just, uh, a lot of people are saying it's actually quite good. Have you seen the other two? No. I don't care about things like that. I can keep up with the story. That's not a joke, unless it's like Ocean's Eleven or something <laughs> like that. You can't do it with an actual sequel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. The fact that it's a movie about a vampire that goes on a cruise, I don't oh, think it really it, matters. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, that's not in the hotel in Transylvania, then. But the first two were. But, is it, one, but they can't call it this in the third one. Then. Of course they can. 
You go hotel towns colon and then do whatever you want, don't you? What is the colon? What is the subtitle? I don't know. I don't think it actually has one. I think I lied. But you know, it's like um, the third Alvin and the Chipmunk sequel, which was Chipwrecked. <laughs> was it? Yeah, they also go on a cruise and end up on a on an island. Well, what? Why are these cartoon characters going to learn? Don't go on cruises. <laughs> well, they they should have watched each other's films, and they probably would have. Well, is it the main character's a vampire type dude? I mean, he's he's Dracula, so yeah. Well, it's just a lack of imagination. Um, but yeah, you, you're not going to be getting a cruise all that sun. <laughs> I it's all taken into account. I'm sure. I think that's part of the joke. It can't be as funny as the bit with the huge dog that I saw in the trailer. I laughed every time. I'm just they don't allow animals on the cruise, and there's a giant pug. It's a normal, cute little pug, but it's like 14 foot tall, right? Yeah. And they put it in a trench coat and the world's tiniest hat. And then out of nowhere, it just starts going, Hi, Bob! And they go, This is Bob. <laughs> and no one notices that it's just a big dog. <laughs> okay, and you can guarantee in that film at some point it's a little hat's going to fall off and they're going to go it's the dog <laughs> and does not even realise he was the villain all along <laughs> kill it kill it with fire he is the real villain oh but aren't we all Bob in our in our dark hearts yeah <laughs> oh. I know I said I wasn't going to change these but I don't like how I keep going orange so I'm turning them down a bit and then I'll just Pump the EQ on the other end. And yep. ruin everything. Yep. No, I'm yep. still orange. Look at it. Look how orange I am. Oh, yeah. Sick. Why am I? I'm nowhere near orange. No, you never are. Oh. You're too quiet. Why do I shout? But don't shout. You okay. always, you always <laughs> ironically, sound a lot better on mic than me. But then, obviously, everyone <sighs> hates the sound of their own voice. And yeah. Everyone hates my voice. I just hope Mike doesn't mind. <laughs> Real now, all saddle. these shit jokes today. You've got them all, Ugh. one by one. That's all I know. It's almost like you've become forty. Because you know what that is? That's a what? dad joke. Forty going on forty-one. I couldn't think of anything. I give up. See what I mean? <laughs> Kill yourself. Okay. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Um, so what do you want to do first? You want to do, uh, you want to do uh, 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 King Tut get out of the way, or, or you want to talk about some jazz? <sighs> just let's just get on with the jazz. Let's talk it, about it some jazz. It took so long psyching myself up. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> oh God. I don't see why it's that bad. It's it's not bad. It's just. Well, well, we'll we'll get into it. But okay, then. oh, I don't know. Do do do. Okay, here we go. Getting right. into jazz with the new Kamasi Washington. Oh, I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. Because we never introduce ourselves. Now we introduce ourselves thirty minutes into an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I, I didn't quite realize where. It, oh, okay. We just went for it. Yeah, we're in it. I was unprepared. And you're, you're like, I'm unprepared. So I don't even have my notes out. I don't, I don't have anything that can help us in any way. No. I don't even think my notes are that intense. Well, you're I, like, can, I wrote notes for the first I can give eight you the, songs or whatever. I can like, give you the bit um, that I'm, the only bit that I'm good at, which is pinching stuff off of Wikipedia. On you go, um, but, my friend. Um, 
Actually, I had to go and look up these because it was hard to get some reviews from. Mm-hmm. But this is uh, Kamasi Washington, Heaven and Earth. Yes, it released is. Released June 22nd, 2918, according to my notes. Ooh. Okay, that's a mistake. 2018. Good, uh, good. Runtime, two hours and 25 minutes. Until you get to uh, The Choice, the secret third album. So here's a, takes it over three hours Here's again. a question, and you've got the secret mm-hmm. disc thing. You've got Earth and Heaven. Mm-hmm. So I figured that would be hell then, but it's not. It's called choice, and is it? Uh, apparently, oh. uh, on Spotify, uh, you can now listen to it, and it is called the choice. Mm. I know what my choice is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to get the... right <laughs> <laughs> uh, reviews. Oh, so we're, um, how much of this are we? Because we're going to do this in chunks, aren't we? Because it's well, we're going to do it in chunks because you're only done half of it. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a big undertaking. <laughs> No, and look, that's all my little notes. I listened to it once. Oh, Jesus, I've, I've done, look at all that. Well, don't, don't done do that. Tons. I told you. You Last time we did this, you said you weren't going to worry about doing it properly. So I was like, fine. Well, oh, so I assumed you weren't going to do it properly. I always say that, and then I end up doing it kind of properly. Or as properly as I do it, which is still kind of inadequate, but there you go. <laughs> um, okay. Pitchfork, 8.8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The Guardian, All Music, Record Collector, The Observer, Four Stars. Mm-hmm. Consequence of Sound, Yes. A. A. No Ripcord, Pop Matters, mm-hmm. Under the Radar, Exclaim, Clash Music, 9 out of 10. I mean, yeah, okay. The New York Times, Drowned in Sound, Mojo, and Q, Mojo. 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stone, three stars. The mm. AV Club, A minus. The mm. Line of Best Fit, 8.5 out of 10. You really found a lot of reviews. And music, <laughs> ohm. Ohm. O-O-M-H. Ohm. O-M-H. O-O-H-M. O-O-M-H. That's like, that's, ohm. is that, well, ohm is O-H-M, right? So well, maybe be, I fucked up. Um, huh? Maybe I fucked up. I um, uh, I, maybe I'm. Maybe I fucked up. Three point five. <laughs> um, yeah, off the out of five. Yeah. Um. Oh, and so Metacritic eighty six out of one hundred. You know what? I'm I'm gonna say yes. Eighty six out of one hundred sounds about right to me, <laughs> but not to you by the sounds of it. <laughs> it's just not for me. <laughs> I'm not his target audience. But who is, frankly? You know what I found out? I think I might have put it on Twitter. But I was listening to uh, Gold by Ryan Adams. It's right there. Yeah, I saw saw that sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you know that came out in 2001? Yeah. Kamasi Washington plays a saxophone on it. All right. Well, I think you mentioned that in text to me. Yeah. 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 Excuse me. See, in case I think people are going to miss my Twitters because I don't tweet as much as I used to. Yeah. In fact, I tweet so much that tweet delete is going to catch up with me. So, tweet delete, tweet delete. Oh, I've turned my, oh. uh, uh, you know, I I say it more ephemeral because I, obviously, like everyone else has been proven in the media, everyone said something inappropriate in the past. Oh yeah. So uh, my tweets uh, don't exist after two months, three months. They just delete. All right. Cool. And then then you can only access like you know. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever want to work for Disney, that's probably a very good yeah. idea. But yeah, as I say, ephemera. That's what Twitter is. You know what I mean? Mm. You say what you're thinking at the time. That's yeah. not what you're thinking. You know, when did I get Twitter? 
like I think it's like April 2008, April 2007. Yeah. You know, that's insane. Uh, 11 years ago, I was a prick. I'm a prick now. Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, def- I'm definitely still um, an arsehole. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm definitely not the arsehole I used to be. Mm. I, I, I have to believe that for myself. But also looking back, I just go, oh, God, you were horrible. Even the shit we used to talk, right? I guarantee you, right, when uh, Kevin Smith goes back and watch Clerks, he's embarrassed yeah. by, like, the dialogue. If you go back and listen to those early podcasts, we're monsters. I still, I'm sure I've got it saved on my laptop somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always the one that pops in my head was an episode entitled Ice Cream for Freaks, mm-hmm. which was something about arse-flavoured ice cream or something. <laughs> and then you turn it around and it doesn't taste like arse anymore. It tastes like Lady Front Bottom. <laughs> Um, which I'm not I didn't use that term on, on the day uh, <laughs> Yeah Monsters Yeah pretty much uh, I mean you, that was something you said So I'm going to say you, you're, you're the monster <laughs> oh, You're no. the Wayne of this group oh, fuck off <laughs> Oh fuck Oh can we use that as a verb now You're, Pod- you're the Wayne Podcast over I quit well, you never talk about him, so I don't actually know how bad he was. I just, uh, you know. Oh, you met him, right? Well, you once, and I never spoke to him. No, oh, well, you're you're very lucky. And I, I think I was, we were in Mashulu at the time. He probably still listens. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I just it's I good to a, have admirers. I was a horrible person, and I'm, it's not his fault, but he was definitely an influence. A, a fantastic. I I influence. cannot blame him for it was me that was saying that shit. So it falls squarely on me. God, look at that. You really are James Gunn, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Who goes, I understand your decision completely. Fuck off, James Gunn. I give it three months and he'll get his job back. Well, all I'm saying, look, they ain't got three months though, right? Oh, They've got to start filming. Because they, they, uh, it's like mm-hmm. people at the minute are like, get Taika Waititi. He is making three films at the minute. Do you think he's going to stop all three to make yours? No. no. You know, they they, they jumped on it. And I, I suppose they jumped on it in the same way that, you know, they own ABC and they fired Roseanne. Yeah. And they go, well, it has to work both ways. Yeah. The problem I have with working both ways is Roseanne had said something that day. Yeah. And someone else had dredged up shit from 10 years ago. Well, and this a, is the man who made Sliver. Here's an and idea then. He made, uh, he made, he used to make a web series called PG Porn. Here's an idea. Hire him as a consultant. Right, because you can't make money. That's why they're not going to have any of it. The online evil people. As soon as you make financial profit, secret then they're, they're secret consultant. But who, you get um, Sean Gunn. He's never directed anything. Just say it was him, <laughs> and just get James to do it instead, and just say it was him. Um, yeah. Job done. That's actually going to cause a lot of animosity on that set, though, right? Because all the people on the set who already like him, plus his brothers on the set. Mm-hmm. That's why I think you'll get his job back. I don't know. They really need to sort of this Mike Cernovich but, guy. As, out. But as we said, did we say this on an, an episode? Of, I, I mean, we've said everything on an episode. But, yeah, they're going. Oh, look at what can he said in the past. Look at what Disney did in the past. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. And oh, we definitely did talk about Song of the South. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you might have buried it, but you oh. still did it. 
Right, this is not talking about jazz. Plus, I'm pretty sure Walt Disney was a Nazi, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, not when he was Tom Hanks in that lovely yeah. film. I mean, let's just look at the facts. Okay, um, technically, Mickey was black. Oh, so, right? I wonder where that was going. I was like, technically, we're all Nazis. No. What? No, <laughs> Mickey was black. But yeah, look back at the early work. There wasn't many positive black characters if any it's only now that they're kind of going oh, yeah, and, well not black you know what I mean but <laughs> ethnic diversity not black can, not they're now having like but they're now having like can I main, thought we were talking characters. about coloured mice and all of a sudden we're talking about racism no but I'm just saying that's, that's about as close as they got to it but I say now you're getting much more sort of ethnically diverse sort of main characters yeah. but that's taken a far too fucking long really Give Disney their dues. They had, yeah. like you say, they had Pocahontas, but they also had Mulan. They were, they were. Oh, I forgot they, about Mulan. They were, they, that's the same decade. It was still the nineties, right? Yeah. They were still doing a lot better. You know, they oh. got to that Princess and the Frog shit in the two thousands, but we were too old by then. I didn't have kids to watch it with. Mm, never saw that. I never saw Mulan. You know. You'll watch the live action one. They're doing live action though. <laughs> of course they are. They're doing live action everything. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> they just hired Jason Scott Lee to play a part, who I was sure okay. was Hawaiian, but um, I'm apparently mm. not a racist. I don't know what that no. means. If you get someone's ethnicity wrong, what, is that reverse racism <laughs> <laughs> or is that worse? Well, <laughs> if I've learned anything from terrible, terrible programs about ancestry where they do mm. DNA tests, Everyone's everything. Mm. <laughs> There's percentages of stuff everywhere, yeah. and they always do people. Oh, we're going to shock you. We're going to tell you that you're twenty percent can um, can Chinese or something. Who gives a fuck? Hmm? Yeah, what, can, gives, go, oh, I'm one hundred percent me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I'm, am I still? Can, I'm one hundred percent human, right? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? My God, how good would that be on one of those? You are 40% baboon. What? (laughs) (laughs) We found a little budgie in you. What, a budgie? No, not an actual budgie. Just a little fragment of DNA that's from a budgie. Now, how you were born, and the the doctor didn't didn't spank you in the bottom. He had to pluck you, take all the feathers out. You came came out of a shell. Oh. Yeah, you're 25% crab. Anyway. Oh, that is going to work. Here we go. Oh. oh, I went the wrong way. That doesn't help. Oh. You know, the opening to this is... Oh, because we're talking about jazz now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back on it. Back in the jazz. Back in the jazz room. I liked how it sort of starts out being a little bit sort of jazz Star Wars and then instantly into jazz Star Trek. Yes. Well, I yeah. um, as soon as they do the choral thing, they did this on the epic as well. I find that the choral choirs on the epic yeah. really gave a 60s Star Trek well, vibe. Well, the thing is, the entire thing, everything jazz to me on this seems very 60s and 70s. Uh-huh. Right? Everything. I don't think that's a bad thing, but okay. No, it's, I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, it's it, it's good, but it just feels terribly dated. Considering the clips in, oh, Ken Kamasi's new face of Ken Jazz, he's getting jazz out there and he's making mm. a modern thing. Well, yeah, it might be modern, but it just sounds so 70s, it's unbelievable. Mm. Um, 
No, it does have a certain uh, score feel. You know, it's got a certain well, a David Shire thing going for it. It's got. Like I, said, a, I think I mentioned later on. Uh, everything sounds like it should either be in some sort of background of a seventies nightclub scene in a movie, mm-hmm. where there's just a band sort of can playing jazz yep. while somebody can chants about something. Or every bit of sort of background music you hear when someone's driving somewhere in a hurry to get to uh, like a control tower during a 70s airplane disaster movie. Okay. I mean, you know, like, I, can, I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I never even thought that way. That sounds insane. That's Let's my, have a little... Because it's not oh. this, but it says later track. I think it's connections we get to. That's when that sounds like... Do you, do you, you always liked the jazz piano, didn't you? Well... That's a, oh. I'm not I'm not sure what I would dislike more about this because I say I'm not a great fan of jazz piano. Um, I've actually described it here as all my jazz ro- uh, nightmares rolled into one oh, because huh. the jazz singing. Mm-hmm. Not so much. I say not the the choir sort of bit. Uh, I say I don't mind that. That feels kind of natural and organic. And I say it sounds a bit kind. I say Star yeah. Trekky, which kind of like the opening of Star Trek. Right, who, who doesn't? Exactly. Um, but once they start singing, now the female singer, mm-hmm. not really an issue with her at all. Okay. It's the weird dude that's kind of singing alongside her in this one. Who's, <laughs> Is that who, how you picture them? <laughs> but he just sounds like he's taking the piss. And I know he's not, but if I was told, hey, we need you to can do something funny, but sound like some sort of jazz kind of thing. Do it. Isaac Hayes thing. Yeah, I, he's what I would try and do, and I would not be taking it seriously. But mm. yeah, it's just, uh, it's I don't know. You you realize that it's called Fist of Fury because it is a, literally a cover version of the Bruce Lee Fist of Fury theme, right? Oh, no, I didn't from know, yeah. the 70s kung fu. Movie. I knew of the I knew the Fist of Fury was the title of that, yeah. but I didn't know this was yes, it's okay. literally a cover. So it's just a cover version, yeah, of a song from the 70s. And there's a bit, so I mean, it does explain. Somewhat, maybe, why it yeah. sounds like a 70s score. I see, it's after about two minutes, though. It does then start sounding very like some sort of cartoon jazz you'd expect to see in Tom and Jerry. Oh, not this part. There's this no Tom and Jerry cartoon I ever saw. With this. The sexiest Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> you remember that episode where they fucked? Uh, I do, actually. It was a delight. Uh, I see, it's, it's like four minutes in before Kamasi shows up with these sacks. Mm-hmm. Which kind of is quite a long time to wait. Oh, here's sorry, I forgot one of the things I. Like I f- that. You, you, you're like uh, you're one of those people that go, "Life is horrible and way too short." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I had to wait four minutes for this, and I've still got four hours to go. I just suddenly realised I forgot one of the bits of my review. Well, my review roundup. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynn Marr of the Scotsman. Mm-hmm. Um, she reviewed his gig in Glasgow. Okay. Um, four stars. Mm-hmm. Um, he played six tracks in a 90 minute set. Mm-hmm. I'm like, considering how long his tracks are, mm-hmm. and figuring can jazz can tend to go, I don't know, I expected more than him, can more of him than a 90 minute set. I mean, you considered Ken Swans. Yeah. That first um, opening track was 50 minutes. Indeed. I think it was more like an hour. Well, okay, I'm writing up. But, um, I'm running down. I'm running. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, just call me on my bullshit. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired. I've been up all night. But yeah, that's, I'm like, I've even put it compared to Swans. That's like, 90 minutes is barely a warm up. 
That's what I'm saying. So I thought, and you uh, think about it, right? Let's get back to that song, "The Knot" by Swans, which yeah. they only play live. So if you haven't seen them live, tough shit. Yeah. But very little happens in that. Yeah. And it's still deeply compelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to say I was probably one of the. I, I'll say it was probably the best gig I've ever been at. Mm. It was fucking great. Well, I'm sorry. It's amazing, right? And yet people are like, I don't, you know, like you, before you saw them live, you're like, I don't quite understand yeah. why you listen to this. And then you say it and go, oh, yeah. you you have sense memory of gigs. Yes. And also deafness. Yes. Because the first time I went, I didn't take earplugs. Mm. Terrible mistake. I now carry them on a keychain at all times. I kind of did weirdly enjoy just the amount of pain they seem to be in while doing it. Mm. And I was just like, ah, it's, no, no, it's mm. commitment to your craft. Oh, honestly, that is a real, that is a cult of yeah. a band. Do you know what I mean? There, there are people in that band who just worship Michael Gere. I do mention them. Oh, well, well, I mentioned Swans again quite a few times. That's my I, go-to thing now. Because <laughs> Swans are fantastic mm. and yet deeply underappreciated. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, there are bands uh, who literally have been around so long they inspired Trent Reznor. No, okay. I mean, their first album came out in 1984. Oh, six. <laughs> I would have appreciated it back then. Hmm. You know, because the, when was the first Nine Inch Nails album? 1989. Pretty Hate Machine. But um, yeah, they inspired Trent Reznor. And that's where Industrial went. So like the Trent Reznor route. Yeah. And they sort of went just, just away. So sort of like, what if ambient music was really loud? <laughs> 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 what, what if white noise was almost unbearable? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, um, but anyway, back to Kamasic. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I didn't realize this was a cover then, first of year. Oh, it's just cheating then. Well, uh, on the bonus <laughs> disc, they do a cover of uh, uh, Ooh Child. God. And it is. Not good. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, n- Which is why it's on the, it's the last track of the bonus disc for a reason, I assume. It's where I find out it's his favourite song. So you want to stop listening. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to listen to this again. No, I'm not. Mm. Um, I always use really bullshit terminology in my notes. You ever notice <laughs> that? I read the, like, I don't uh, like to say it, but... You know, nice workouts. That's in there, in the first track. Uh Get, and, and as always, my favourite word for describing jazz that I like, scronky. Oh yeah, scronky sax. I, I need that scronky sax. So here's the thing, considering it's a Kamasi Washington thing, the sax to me felt secondary in a lot of this. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was so much other stuff sort of going on, he kind of faded away in his own album into the background a little. Well yeah, but if he's composing all the music, he's, still, he's still front and centre. Yeah, isn't? but... You don't say to poor David Shire, who doesn't appear to play instruments, um, I didn't hear you much on the Take It of Pelham 123 soundtrack. It was all horns. You go, yeah, but I wrote them horns and no, I conducted those horns. I, I did say that to him. <laughs> that's why he hung himself. That's, that's, why, that's why he stormed out of that pub. Yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, David Shire is still alive. and But if he did die by hanging, <laughs> uh, that's, that was a bad joke. Right? You, you have an alibi. <laughs> um, track two... Mm-hmm. Are we moving on to track two? Not only are we moving on to track two, we talked about track one for the complete runtime of right. track well, one. We, we, need to play the, we need to play the opening bit of uh, track two. Well, I'll put the volume up then because it's about to come on. 
Mm -hmm. Ominous. Maybe I'm thinking, what the fuck? What's track two called? Uh, the space travel. No, it's not. That? That's Miles Away. Oh no, they're they're all uh, they're all gone together. Well, there you go. And it's can you hear him? There you go. You happy now? Yeah. Because I started listening to this, and I thought, I started thinking of something, and I thought, why the fuck am I thinking of this? And I had to look it up on YouTube. Right. This just made me think of Charlton and the Wheelies. <laughs> Because it uh, the opening to Trolling the Wheelies music. I mean, I don't remember the music. Oh, well, it was, uh, for some reason, just the image of, like, was it was it Soup Dragon or some shit in that came into my head, and I was like, why the fuck am I thinking of Trolling the Wheelies? I had to pause but it and go to YouTube. I thought Soup Dragon was the Clangers. Okay, it's not Soup Dragon. What am I thinking of then? But, say, so the image of this weird thing with the, the weird face from Trolling the Wheelies. Mm -hmm. And see, so I looked up and sort of went... Okay, yeah, totally get why I'm thinking of that now. Cholton and the oh, wheelies. wheelies. And also, every character in Cholton the Wheelies, you look at their sort of like, their design. That's a and you theme. And you look at it and go, yeah, they definitely like jazz. You can just tell because of how, what they look like. Everyone likes jazz. Uh, apart from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not identical, but for some reason... Yeah, I reckon I could sample that beginning quite well on something. I, see, I quite like that, and I see I did sort of like the opening. I oh, honestly, you could sample but that nowadays. Go, but go and go back and listen to the start of that one again. Dizzy Rascal could sample that. Yeah, I sound, <laughs> as themes go, it's pretty good. But um, yeah. So slow it down, but you can see where I, get, you, I, I I mean, I say, but it's just staccato. I mean, it's just like. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, it just this happens a lot in songs, right? See that? Well, but I for some reason, instantly time. came on. I had not thought about Charlton the Wheelies since I was like nine or something. Oh, is it one of those pure thoughts? Yeah. I always like a pure thought where you go, oh, it hasn't been tainted by my VHS memory. Yeah, it just straight came out of that. And to the point where I went, why am I thinking that? I had to pause it and go, is it a theme? And I had to look it up and, yeah, there it was. Um, I mean, that's one thing, right? Um, do you ever get this? I mean, not like, when I think, I don't really remember much before I was like 15. But like, when I think back to childhood memories. Yeah. They're always not real memories. I mean, they're, they're almost like I'm third person in them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Like I'm watching myself. Yeah. Do that, so, yeah. And so, obviously, yeah, you've th either thought about it so many times that you've now created basically a film yeah. that you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know how much of my childhood that I remember is real. Uh, well, I did see something, it was a report or something, I can't remember which website it was, saying that, and it was saying, remember your first ever, like, your earliest memory mm -hmm. um, as a child, and it'll be a lie. So it was kind of like they're mm -hmm. sort of studying into people's first memories. It's always something you've kind of made up. It is based on the truth, but mm. you've tweaked it so much that it's, again, mm. not real. Yeah. No. That's um, 100% true, because I don't even know how I can remember my first memory. Yeah. 
Well, that's all fucked up. See, the one I remember, and um, which did actually happen, is that time that my granny was making soup in the kitchen, and I decided I was going to help. But it was just on doing its thing. And I decided I was going to help. Um, and I did, with mm. nobody watching. And then later on, we're all sitting down having a bowl of scotch broth. Mm. And I was going, this tastes weird. It's good, but what's up with it? And mm. I'm like, it's because of the apples. <laughs> and they went, no, there's no apples in the soup. And I'm like, yeah, there is. There's apples in the soup. And people are going, don't be fucking stupid. There's no apples in the soup. And it's like, no, there's apples in the soup because I cut up apples and put it in. And I'm like, when? And I'm like, you roll through here. I put in apples. And like, can they eat it? And then realize yeah. they were eating the scotch broth with apples in it. <laughs> they and were it, eating apples, the dog. And it was, <laughs> and it was good. So <laughs> here you go. I'm a genius. Nobody does that anymore. Because I think that was the only time they ever did it. Mm. But um, yeah, that's that did actually happen. But I remember I can now see myself like climbing up the counter to do it, mm. and I didn't have that angle. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, my I, eyes weren't there. I definitely didn't see that. No, uh, no, I uh, remember winning a race at a street party for the wedding of Princess uh, Charles and Diana. Uh, Princess Charles, yes, I Princess that. Charles, and Princess Charles and uh, and, Diana, Mi- and Diana, Michael Diana, Diana, Diana Queen Michael of Diana. Roses or something. Yes, <laughs> Queen of the Heap, <laughs> um, which is. Gotta be impossible because that was what 1981, 1982. So it'd have been at best two or three. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I remember it. I don't remember. Though the, my memory of it, here's something weird. Yeah. Is orange. Oh. It's like an orange tend, filter. Well, no, I always tend to find my memories have filters. Though. Yeah. I remember like various things and various colors. Mm. Mm. Now, I don't remember her, um, her marriage. Uh, even though I was like a year older than you, I don't mm-hmm. remember that. I do remember her death though, and that I woke up one morning. Um, I believe it was a Sunday morning, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I turned the TV on. It was like TVM, and it was just shots of some tunnel. And I went, "Oh fuck this! There's nothing on TV." And I switched up from my back to sleep. <laughs> and then when I woke up later on, I'm saying, "Princess Di's dead." And I was like, "Oh, how car crash went? Oh, the tunnel. Okay, cool." <laughs> well, so, um, yeah. the day I moved to Aberdeen, she died. Coincidence. Exactly. You were in Paris the day before. <laughs> yeah, August 27th, 1997. Oh, Jesus. I don't remember the day. Well, I do uh, because I moved around with Yeah, I was one-two punch. Yeah. Oh. Um, also, that means I'm coming up on my 21st year in this city. Jesus. I know, right? And I wonder why I think uh, I've set up a noose in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick thing about this track, too. Mm-hmm. Um, around three minutes 30 of it. I know mm-hmm. we've got we had. Um, it's, this uh, I, I've put in the, this track around about three thirty. This is where our two units go to die <laughs> because <laughs> this sounds like they're being decommissioned. Yeah, no, um, the uh, the clavs on this with the little synth notes yeah. are upsetting. But yeah, this is they're not. This is not like the person who plays that. He is not or she is not this guy. He's bad jazz. <laughs> this is definitely bad jazz. <laughs> mm. <sighs> oh, well. But yeah, that's pretty much all about um, that one. Like, here you go, my note on it is uh, like an ambulance that's trying to kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, this... there must be a horror film about a uh, killer, killer ambulance. ambulance. There must be, right? 
trying to think what you'd call it. Have mercy in the title somewhere. I, I've said I'd never even thought that, so I like that already. Oh, mercy kills too. <laughs> Ambulance too <on>. diver. <laughs> 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 but that's that's just about an ambulance dude who dives on the weekends to relax. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> no, I can't, I can't ambulance Adam Driver. Do you mean? Um, yeah. Okay. Track three. Track three. Hobtones, which um, <laughs> yeah, again, I'm, I'm fascinated by the intros. No, that's Vila Tsubisori. Oh, wait a minute. What year is out of order? Oh, no, okay. Gotcha. No, that, yeah. But then there is. But that's because they've yeah. compressed both discs but, together. <laughs> I've got a thing about the um, intros. I've just went, did someone let Tom Hanks dance on a piano? Because <laughs> of the big... Uh, uh, it's a big reference. I mean, this to me just feels like, uh, you know, something like a bullet. It's got that 70s soundtrack thing going See, now, here's the thing. This is... It's actually all right. Yeah. Um, to the point where... But you know when it really gets good? And it's only like a seven-odd-minute track or an eight-minute track yeah. or something. Nine minutes and well, ten seconds. Anyway, carry on. Um, 6.30 onwards. Mm-hmm. When it's just pretty much just old jazz drums. Uh-huh. It's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I've... Uh, it's the best track yet. Yeah. Uh, I do like the drums. In fact, the note is that I might need to sample it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've just put note, rewatch Birdman, and yeah, definitely watch Whiplash at some point. Because <laughs> you know, it turns out if I do like any kind of jazz, it's jazz drums. Where are these drums coming in? Uh, I've got 620. Okay, they're going to be close then. Oh. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here he comes. <laughs> He's going to come with the thunder. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I, I always meant to buy the Birdman soundtrack, but I thought it might drive me insane because it is just from. Yeah. I didn't even like that film. And so it was just, <laughs> yeah, again, this story we've definitely told before mm. where we're going to cinema and you're like, what are we going to go and see? You're going to see Birdman or Whiplash. And I went, oh. I'm not in the mood for jazz drumming. Let's go and see Birdman. And you just laughed. And I went, what? And you went, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, we're sitting in there and you just, I think we're, the trailers were going, you were like, yeah, the entire soundtrack of this was done by a French jazz drummer. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> but yeah, no, that worked out well because that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I love these drums. They're good drums, huh? So yeah, I, I do like this track. Um, five stars. <laughs> five stars on five stars. Five point five out of five. Yes. No. <laughs> point five. No. Mm-hmm. Here's where the problems start. <laughs> oh no! What with connections? Yes, connections. It's well, I I actually I did not make it all the way through this one, but for a very good reason, which I will explain. Mm-hmm. Which we might have to be careful because for some reason, mm-hmm. well, see, this is definitely the track where um, 
I say it was probably 6.20 onwards. Okay, yeah, it was 6.30 for the drums. 6.20 onwards, I had to stop listening to this, but I'll get to that. Mm. Everything up to this point does sound like it's kind of background music for some sort of 70s movie. Yeah. Like either, I say, like in the nightclub scene or again, somebody's driving to get somewhere in a disaster movie and it's just all that kind of stuff. And everything about it screams mm-hmm. 70s disaster movie. Yeah. Um, but I love a good disaster movie from the 70s. Yeah. Or, well, maybe some of them are 80s. But like Ken Towering Inferno and 70s. stuff like that. Yeah, but I said, it was a good era for that shit. I liked that. Airport used 71. To, yeah. Airport 72. They used to appear on Airport like summer holidays <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> fucking watched them all. Fucking loved them all. Fucking great. Love fucking disaster movies. Um, <clears throat> anyway, it's all going well. Uh-huh. And then 620, mm-hmm. something changes with this music to the point where. I had to stop listening because it felt like someone was squeegeeing my ear canals to the point where I could actually like I could feel <laughs> like there was definitely something going wrong with my ears. Yeah, yeah. And I had to stop because it was just. The... I mean, you made it pretty close to the end, though, right? Yeah, no, I, got, I was getting there, but then I don't know what it was. I'm not sure. Listen to that that guitar. Listen, I was just, I was a feeling came over me when I was listening to it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this is. It's not happening now. <laughs> it's not happening now, thankfully. But yeah, it, it felt like someone had pushed like, like a chamois into my ears and was just twisting it. <laughs> and I had to stop listening because it, it was just, yeah, it was just making me feel weird. I, uh, I I really like that one. Like it has uh, the, the the guitar, the tone on that guitar is just mm. a bit half half. <laughs> oh, but see, everything was going but, well um, up to six twenty, and it was just like you know. By this point on the album, I don't think I was paying much attention. I had my uh, my uh, you know, I was I was laying back and just writing notes occasionally. I was just kind of just enjoying I it. Definitely did not pay attention to track five, which um, can you pronounce it? Because that's my <laughs> well, there's two uh, two t- notes I have t-fa-con-ke? on this. Tifakonke, oh, okay, mate, it could be. Mm. Um, but it's just at this point I suddenly realise that we're listening to the first two sides of vinyl, mm-hmm. and it's Earth. Yeah, what's any of this got to do with Earth? What, I mean, you know, a, a deep connection to the Earth. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not. Isn't the concept, uh, you know, isn't it pri- uh, the concept that it could be, I mean, I don't know, primal is the right word, but, you know, you do go sort of like atonal and just go with your gut with jazz, right? They're just like, do, do, just let your fingers move however they want. I don't care if you understand music. Boodly boop boop boo. Squeep. No. Squeep, squeep. <laughs> well, but that's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Note to self, know. get a t-shirt that just says squeep, 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 squeep on it. Squeep, squeep, squeep. <laughs> and people go, what's your t-shirt mean? You go, do we like jazz? And just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's jazz. <laughs> oh, squeep. Squeep, squeep. <laughs> I mean, no, the I've only written one word for that track, which is scronky. Scronker. And I won't lie, I've only written one, uh, two words for the track after that, which well, is... Affa scronky. I have, <laughs> <clears throat> I have, I have quite a lot of notes. Um, but I say, well, are we just going to go into track six then, mm-hmm. or do you want a little, little bit of Tiffa Conquer? 
Let's, uh, let's try and get some strong out of Oh, there we are. There we go, straight into Skronk. Yeah. Uh, straight out of Skronkton. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I can... Crazy motherfucker named <laughs> Kumasi. <laughs> That's pretty much the only music reference all over me, because uh, <laughs> I'm not good at... Uh, as was demonstrated by that music reference. Um, yeah. I go straight into... More scrunk. I think it's possibly. Yeah, I think my lack of notes in this one means I didn't mind. <laughs> I mean, this really, to be quite honest, it starts off so, in like the intense build-up kind of thing. It really reminds me of like some sort of Angelo Badalamenti Twin Peaks thing. Mm. Something that a fire walk with me. You can tell it's a long track because it's been on almost a minute and nothing has happened yet. Let's go into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smooth. Yeah, that's probably the smoothest the jazz has gone so far. Mm -hmm. I could do that thing thing where you wrap that like Oh, yeah. I did that once back in the day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, um, it was even it was around about Halloween as well. I'm like, can I go out looking like this? No, like, no, of course I can't. Don't be stupid. It's Halloween, but I'm not gonna go out looking like a complete dick. Uh, <laughs> it's only so many times people can see me as a as a very tall crow. Uh, no, that was only once. I was back in the day, and I realised I was back when nobody else dressed as a crow. I was one of the first. Um, it was after I. I think one of the best costumes when it was when I was a vampire priest. That was pretty good. I remember having a house party once years ago, um, and uh, one of my flatmates invited her friends. Yeah. And at one point there was like just six people looking very depressed, dressed as the crow. Well, I was the, the one year that I did do that. This mm. was many many years ago. I'd say maybe what nineteen or something. Mm. So I was quite mean. No, 1890. Mm. So yeah, it was back in the early days before everyone went out as a girl. Yeah. I didn't see any others, so it was like it was a one-off. So I was a bit of a chubby girl, but uh, you know, definitely thinner than, you still, well, thinner than I am now. But you, you still probably would have looked better than that Max dude that was always going around Aberdeen. He definitely ended up in the house that night. You know, Max, he always wore like fake vampire teeth to look like a fat Gary Oldman from uh, Dracula. Well, I did buy fake drunk vampire know, teeth for a Halloween once, but uh, you know, he had he had his done at a dentist. Oh no, well, I had ones. Um, I bought a kit, and you put yeah. in the the mold, yeah. and you it took me a good what two weeks to get them molded properly. Mm. Um, pretty fucking good teeth actually. Mm. Still got them somewhere. They're all. Wouldn't dare put them in there. Probably just haul my teeth out and try to take them out. But yeah, I did that and just spend a bit of cash on. Because well, I just thought you. they were cool. And I only wore yeah. it for one Halloween, but I did, it was a very good costume. I just had flashbacks to that guy. I don't I don't think this is true, but in my mind, he always wore square, like, sunglasses and a, vel and a purple velvet top hat. I bet he did. Track six, The Invincible Youth. Yes. We're still listening to that. Instantly... 
Oh, can I look how far was it? Um, I instantly knew right from the start, intro of this one, that this was going to be my least favourite track. I could just tell straight out of the bag mm-hmm. because of what I describe as jazz anarchy. <laughs> um, it was definitely to that point where I thought, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I mean, I survived the first minute, which was just. It, oh, it was an attack. It's the only way you can describe it. Um, <laughs> we, we, we just listened to it, you know. I mean, that, that is the one that I skipped a minute ago. Yeah. So, you know, let's go back and. This one. Yeah. Yeah. I like but I say, this is what reminds me of David Lynch. That's what I was talking about. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's something straight out of Garmin Bo- Bozia. Yeah. You know, in the in the building, the what is it called? In the room above the convenience store. Yeah. That really gives me vibes of like backwards dancing and spitting out cream corn and the the jumping man. Yeah. The, the old but, lady and the magician. Know, but this is definitely not my cup of tea. I like to think that they actually built in something quite beautiful. It's almost like going out of the chaos. But see, it, it gets to about this point when I'm sort of suddenly going, this could be any of these tracks. I could not tell any of them apart. Mm. To the point where I suddenly went, hold on a second, can I just double check something? And I quickly went to my... Um, iTunes thing just to make sure I was listening to the right album <laughs> I thought is this on shuffle and it's just shuffling all Kamasi and stuff and I'm listening to something from the epic because I cannot tell the difference uh, to be quite a lot of stuff on this album reminds me of stuff from the epic yeah and if you said play this song by Kamasi Washington and none of them were labelled yeah I don't know if I could always do it uh, you know there's not you know, like strong themes. No, they're just a vibe, and that yeah. vibe I find very enjoyable. But you know, if he releases a third album and it's got the Carl Quiz and like everything else, no. I don't know if I can deal with it. I mean, don't worry. I mean, that's. I can deal with it. I don't know if I'm done with it. I don't. I mean, I'm not hating all this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's certain bits. That, I mean, okay, the first minute of this one, maybe did hate that, but. Yeah, if I was so inclined as to have people around sometime and needed background music or something, mm-hmm. I could chuck this on. That'd all be good. But, no. No. <laughs> but I don't have people coming around because... Because you have no friends. What would be the point? Well, yeah, me. Well, that was, a thing, that was the thing the other day. They're like, oh, we need more people for the escape room. Uh, do you have any friends you can text, see if they want to come along? And I'm like, just the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then I was, even then I was like, Oh god, I don't know if this is going to be any good or not because I thought it was going to be shit. Mm. So <laughs> even though I was going, I'm inviting to us, but oh, I don't know how good this is going to be. <laughs> so I was not very enthusiastic about it. You you weren't, but also I've been home like two minutes now. I had had a bad day, so yeah. it's like it's not happening. I'm not leaving the house. Well, that was also the thing as well. I'm like, oh, it's a big group of people that I don't really want to spend time with. Why the hell would you want to? Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, everyone else is sitting there frantically texting people. I need to fit in. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, track seven, Testify. We're back oh. with the singer. Yeah. Now, uh, on the uh, very short track at six minutes. Yeah. Which... Is she doing that at the moment? Oh. And I know it didn't sound like a moment, but 
every time I kind of hear sort of kind of jazz with singing like this, it does make me think back to Swans and the support act. Oh, I love that woman, yeah. And not unlike the song, but I just, every time I think of that now, but the problem with that as well, every time I think of that woman, I think of the pained expression on the piano player's face when he's on with Swans. Yeah. But for some reason, I kind of remember what he looks like. But every time I think of that man... You think of Benicio del Toro and the usual suspects? No, I think of Ben Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of him. Mm. Um, and I know it doesn't look that much like him other than the dark kind of curly hair. Yeah. But for some reason, I just... Every time I think back to that memory of that night, mm. for some reason I go, yeah, it was night that I saw Ben Schwartz play piano with in pain. I, I liked that lady, but you know what upset me, right? Yeah. And I feel sorry saying this about her. She was not supposed to be there that night. It was supposed right. to be Thurston Moore, who obviously used to be the uh, one of the guitarists in Sonic Youth. So I say I know the name. Um, and I'm like, I'm still deeply upset that wasn't him. I mean, I've only seen Sonic Youth <sighs> once, and that was a very long time ago. I can't even think. There's a lightning bolt. So it's like the thing with her is what I mean. <laughs> like 15 I, years. Ago. I liked I liked her act. Because it was, it was just not. I don't know what I was expecting mm-hmm. as a sport act for Swans. Um, I, it definitely wasn't her. But it was also the kind of can she starts up, and even other sort of Swans fans, mm-hmm. in like in, well the other people that are there, were all giving each other kind of looks about. So what happened? <laughs> 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 and it's like I was looking at you going, well, "This is weird." But then there was other people doing with the people they'd sort of brought along, mm. and so we're just like, oh, "Oh, she hasn't just wandered in off the street; she's an act." Oh my god! Mm. And then yeah, I'm enjoying that as well. I don't know yeah. who she was. I never got a name. Mm. I don't know. I find Swans fans in Aberdeen can be quite hostile. I remember seeing them at the Limitry again with uh, Jenny Haval. Uh, in support and she was wonderful mm-hmm. and after every song someone just went you shit every <laughs> single time it's like god have some respect oh, <laughs> I, I, mean, never, I mean even <laughs> if i didn't enjoy a gig <laughs> i don't think i'd ever shout that out i don't know it was, it was probably the same person who i remember when uh uh kira got her unlimited card and the first day, when she bought it, yeah. we went to watch The Master, the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah. And as that movie ended, an old man stood up and just went, Bullshit! And stormed <laughs> out. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh. okay. But see, it's that thing about, I think, Aberdeen music fans. And it, everyone used to always moan like fuck that no big actor or anything or no decent act mm. came to Aberdeen. And you're like, well, is any wonder? Because, okay, you've got the people that will go and watch the gig. But you've always got there's a ton of people just sitting in the bar while the band's on. Mm. You're like, you've paid to see this fucking gig. But you're going to camp out in the fucking bar and listen to it through a fucking wall. Yeah. You're, you're arseholes. I've only ever done that one for one gig. And I can't remember what it was. But it, they were shit. So I just camped out in the bar instead mm. and waited for my friends to finish enjoying whatever crap it was. I can't remember which band it was, but they were fucking terrible. But I've never kind of done that for any other gig. It was only that one, and again, I'll try if I could, when I end up gig at a gig, I'll try and get the best out of it again, mm. for what it is. But I can't, remember what, I can't remember what band it was, but they were terrible. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just again, it always bugs me about that. You always see that 
every time you go to music hall for something and the fucking bar's still f- full while the band's on. Yeah. Like, you've paid to come and see these cunts. <laughs> these cunts. These useless cunts. <laughs> yeah. You came to see them. Anyway. Um, yeah, well, okay, so track seven then, probably my second favourite track on the album. I'll testify. Yes. And then we're ending this side with uh, one of one. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's another one of these Star Trek pieces that he, he's wanting yeah. to do. <laughs> Star Trek pieces. But, you know, it's all... Uh... Yeah. But you see, and I'll, just, I'll just read my notes for this track. Okay, on you And go. possibly this album yeah. and possibly all jazz ever right this is just jazz it's exactly what I would expect if someone said they were going to let me listen to jazz and I li- and then played me some jazz it's just jazz 71 minutes and 6 seconds of jazz and I've still got 73 minutes and 32 minutes of jazz to go it's jazz just jazz you might as well just call each track slightly different jazz, or just jazz one, jazz two, jazz three, and so on. It's jazz. I don't think I like jazz. Well, um, you know, just so you know, the yeah. best is yet to come. All my favourite tracks are on the next album. Okay, well, I, I'll psych myself up a little bit. I said, because this took me so long to get started listening to this. But I said, don't get me wrong, that's out of eight two tracks on there that I did like mm-hmm. I think you're saying the best yet to come um, I do think then that um, what am I saying I forgot what I was saying there good, yeah um, good, tra- good, track good three hub tones way. is going to be difficult to beat for me because mm-hmm. I really did like that but that was I mean if there's more if there's more jazz drums mm-hmm. on their own on the next couple of sides of vinyl then we're laughing because I'll, I'll, I'll be set. Yes. No. I might have to look at that Birdman soundtrack then. Hmm. I can't remember who it's by. That just suddenly dawned on me that I forgot his name. Just Google French jazz drummers. Can, there's probably tons of them. Why would you do that? You type in Birdman <laughs> and then go to all cast. I like to make things difficult. All crew, composer. Uh, Antonio Sanchez. Hmm. And then we go to Amazon. Oh, that does sound familiar. And type in Antonio Sanchez. CDs and vinyl. And, oh, there's an awful lot of stuff here. But there you go. The Birdman vinyl. £23.54. Oh, it's quite nice as well. Mm. He's floaty. Well, that's good too. Yeah. I'm taking a note. I, yeah, so... Was it The Choices was the bonus track? Well, the bonus album. I think it's just called The Choice. Oh, The Choice. I added an S. How dare I? Maybe I just maybe I decided to write his title for his thing, but I decided to do my jazz version of the title of mm. his album or something. Sorry. Frequently bought together. Of course Whip they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch Whiplash. It's so enjoyable. Net, it's about to be on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, it's by the dude who made uh, La La Land. Uh, I've never seen that either. That yeah, was enjoyable. I mean, it's, you know, just a rip off of uh, what the fuck is that mi- uh, movie called? The f- the French musical was very like 
the umbrellas of uh, <laughs> uh, Sherbog. That's what it's called. Never heard of that. With uh, Catherine Deneuve. No? No. <laughs> ah, you know. It's a very real kind of musical, if, if that makes sense as a way to describe it. Mm. It feels like very, you know, locked into a reality anyway. <sighs> and that reality isn't very upbeat. <laughs> no. Well, I survived two sides of vinyl. And day two to go. And you've got two weeks to do it. We're going to do the cho- the choice as well then. Look, I've already listened to it. So if you want to listen to it, I'll talk about it. Oh, well, mate, but well. Here's the thing. I only wrote notes on like one track on that bonus track. Because there were a disc because uh. I didn't think you were going to listen to it. Well, we could do that as a smaller one just to quickly... Yeah, because um, it's a bonus track, right? To get to it, if you own the vinyl, you have to slice the bloody record open, the actual packaging, right? Yeah. It's not worth it. It's very Kenny G. Mm. And, you know, I only knew Kenny G from Wayne's World, but I still know Kenny G. It's that common thing through hiding vinyl and leaves so you've got to cut them open no i mean they they they, they, they but you know there's certain people that do random shit like uh jack white if you i think rip the label off the vinyl mm-hmm. there's a bonus track actually hidden under right. like stuff and he's got one record where you actually have to i don't even know how he did it but you put the vinyl at the end right yeah. and it plays backwards or like the the arm comes out as it plays the grooves are like right. inverted. Hmm. So, you know, there's lots of random bullshit you can do. Or like that, re- re- you know, actually it's been happening a while. Look at Monty Python. They released an album years ago called uh, Three Sided Record. Hmm. And depending where you put the needle down, yeah. the grooves were concentric. So if it hit one section, it played one thing, but you could play the same side again and it sounded completely different. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what happens if it skips. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Everyone dies. <laughs> <sighs> but um you know, we don't re- we shouldn't really review a, a side of vinyl, but what would you say if you had to give this this half heaven out of 5? Or is this earth? No, it's heaven. No, it's mm. earth. Heaven. This was this was Earth. Earth. What would you give Earth at five? Two point five. Ooh. Fifty. Okay. Because it doesn't quite deserve three. Mm. Um, but I say two out of eight is a lot more than I thought I was going to enjoy. So yeah. I'm just going to give it a. 50-50 I'm going with 3.8. Very precise. It doesn't like deserve that. it doesn't deserve 3.5, right? Because that would only be a seven. Let's go higher than that. But it doesn't deserve a four. 3.8. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't know what my average will be because I'll forget this by the time we start next time. Oh, anyway, let's escape for now. Because yes. I say this is officially a bonus episode, but um, 
bonus episodes aren't normally two parts and an hour and a bit long. Exactly. So it's just gonna, yeah, it's just gonna be about. Well, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, also, as I say, we're gonna do the Nine Inch Nails uh, new album at some point at some to point, finish yeah. off that trilogy. Um, can I give you a little taste of it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just before we go. Oh, shit, mirror. Shit mirror would be good at a shit disco. Yeah. I think I did. I listened to this in the shower the other day, but I wasn't really paying yeah. attention. He really is pretending he's not like 55 years old, right? Yeah, this this is. It's very reminiscent of like older, much, well, like original, mm-hmm. like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, it's, it's got a vibe of like broken. Yeah. Oh, not down with Spark, it's too downbeat. Yeah. So, or like, you know what it is? It reminds me a lot of uh, With Teeth. Remember that one? That was like the yeah. one where they rem- where they suddenly went, you know what, we are a rock band. But it's still been like 15 years, I've been going. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, there's a good stuff on that. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun too. Yeah. I looked at uh, pointless. I looked. At, I, I I looked into buying it. I mean, as in, I was in H and B and I saw it. Mm-hmm. Way too expensive for what it is, though. Yeah, it's like twenty quid. It's not like twenty minutes long. It's an yeah. EP. Yes, it's yeah, it's like it's, it's a tenner. That's and a minute. minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> All EPs a tenner tops, fifteen tops. Yeah. yeah. I mean the the last Kamasi Washington. What was it? Visions of Harmony. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Seven tracks, right? But at the end of the day, it was classed as an EP. It's eight quid. Bargain. Yeah. Such a bargain. I probably shouldn't complain about £42 for his new album. <laughs> but you know what? I know I'm not going to listen to it much. Yeah. And I stumbled across... No, I remembered. I don't have money for this either, but it doesn't matter. But uh, Acting Baby finally got released on vinyl mm. years later. I noticed they still have the uh, the censored back cover there, which is... Thought you know for the reissue. Oh yeah, because it. it was hey. the little marker pen over the penis. Ugh. It's like you can show his cock nowadays, mm. surely. It's Adam's cock. How it's not going to be that impressive? So care. Well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's, no it's, offense, it's, it's it's more the fact that you know, wait, that's why. Just put put it on as a sticker, so like fans can see his yeah. little cock. It's like he always wanted. Exactly. It's what he dreams of. <laughs> He's an exhibitionist. That's why he plays bass in the band. <laughs> He's the spiritual hub of the band. Saying that, right? Zoo <laughs> got released, right? It's 30 quid, yeah. right? But I still think that's pretty good for Zoo uh, for uh, Acton Baby, because it's a very long album. Mm-hmm. Zoo also got released, and that's 30 quid. I-, I remember that being really short, that album. I can't remember. I mean, what's on that one? Is that the one with numb on it or lemon? Yeah. And then uh, it's I got the wanderer at the end, the Johnny Cash track. Has it? Yeah, it's, you know they get Johnny Cash in and then just do sort of like electronic mm. stuff over his song. Yeah. I mean that was good, but that's about it, if I remember rightly. I, I did not appreciate Zeropa as a child. I see. Really, I numb and lemon to my. You like songs written by the edge? Yeah. They were really good. Mm. Remember the video for a number where he's got feet wiping his face? I didn't like that. Yeah. 
That was weird. Your fetish of choice. No, I hate feet. Dirty, muddy Ugh. feet rubbing on his face. More like muddy. <laughs> if it'd been muddy, <laughs> that would have changed things completely. Love yeah. a bit of mud. <laughs> That's why you love those early Nine Inch Nail shows where he took mud on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Their version of tiger feet is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that would sound like, but I like. I, 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 I want to hear it. <laughs> oh my! They just they announce a series of uh, gigs, one-off gigs, where they do various bands' albums, and they just do it like they do an album by what? Mud. You know, you get all these bands nowadays that do just do an album from beginning to end. Yeah. Why don't bands start doing other pe- other, other bands' albums? albums? Exactly. That's up there. Oh. It's up there with uh, when I edited. Fine, Finny Friends. I haven't uploaded it yet, but I'll yeah. upload it at some point today. Um, I, and we talk about doing a new podcast that is uh, not rewatching. Sorry. Oh yeah, he is going to the synopsis. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm like you know, I think that's genius. Maybe the the app the actual show we are not watching is the wrong one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but because there's so many rewatch shows on uh, like podcasts. Yeah. The idea of not rewatching a show. You know, cuz like if someone does a not rewatch, right? Yeah. You read the synopsis, and then maybe you've seen it before, mm-hmm. right? Could you imagine doing that with, like, Scrubs? Or, like, yeah. Friends? Like, someone would have a, like, million listens with someone going, I think this is what happened. Yeah. And then all the people going, you fucking stupid! <laughs> or, you know, <sighs> I, I like that. It's almost, that's jazz in its own way. It's reinterpreting yeah. the material for a new generation. Doable. You know, you go, yeah, I'm going to do, uh, you, you start doing a friend's not rewatch and you don't even get character names right. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ron and Raquel. Exactly. Um, I'm, tra- <laughs> I'm, I'm frantically going, what's the name of another friend and what could we call him instead? And I couldn't, <laughs> I can't remember their names. Jimmy uh, and Chandeep. <laughs> Chandra Pali, <laughs> oh, an Indian friend. How unique! Oh. He's an accountant or oh. something. That makes sense. <laughs> I got Chandra Pali because of bloody uh, Muli. Yeah. Oh dear. I know. Oh. <laughs> Whatever happened to Muli? I don't know. But whenever he went on holiday, he came back and always looked like Will Smith. I always appreciate that. <laughs> Can't he built like a tank man like oh. he'd go home for two weeks I don't know if his mum just fed him while forced him to do weights but he'd come back and he'd be like Jesus Christ dude you're like Muhammad Ali okay maybe not you no. look like Will Smith as Muhammad <laughs> Ali <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. right let's get fuck out of it yeah cheese it cheese it <laughs> jazz cheese it premium fuck bar. <laughs> <laughs>